Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Morning Skate action here at Sharks Ice in San Jose. Sharks getting set for a very important opportunity against the Dallas Stars. Drew Remenda, you know what the opportunity is? The Sharks have a chance to win a season series. Hey, yeah, they do. It'll be tough. I mean, when you look at the, the Dallas Stars, you look at their team stats near the top of the league in goals for total near the top of the league in goals against as far as keeping them down total I think they're second overall behind Boston uh, one of the top power play teams in the league one of the top penalty kill teams in the league this is a very good team very well coached as we as we all know about Peter DeBoer this will be this a big test for the Sharks tonight they will require their best effort not only offensively but defensively they got it a lot of that last game but defensively, they need to be better. Well, when you have the lead with 10 seconds oh. to play, there's no way you should ever lose, no. ever. No. But I'll give you something else, though, that came out of that last game, and that is that the Sharks had an opportunity against the Devils to get that one insurance goal. You know you know the one I'm thinking of? First period, Timo Meyer had a chance, and Vanacek came up with a pretty big save. To me, if he scores there, just that one play, and, and what you mentioned, the power play. Yeah, Those two areas, if they get just one, just one, they win the game. Yep, and you and I talked about the power play late in the game. Too many men, New Jersey. And we, we both said, this is where the Sharks really have to step on the gas, and they did the exact opposite. But they did, as you, you mentioned during the broadcast, well, it did take two minutes of possession time away from Jersey. Yep, you're right. Unfortunately for the Sharks, they weren't able to just finish things off and they had that you're right Vanacek did give a couple of really key saves early that first period where the shots the Sharks were so dominant um, but this this game today we need to see a couple things we need to see the leaders be much better like Eric Carlson and and Tomas Hurdle and Logan Couture need to be much much better Eric can't be feast and famine he can't be scoring goals and getting assists and then be minus three against the Devils he can't He's well, gonna, well, and it says he's minus one, but that's because they scored two yeah. power play goals. Right, but he was directly his fault on three of them, um, or part of the problem. Um, Logan's got to give me more fire. Tomas has got to give me more fire. They've got to lead. The other aspect is the guys that came in, and uh, let's look at Noah Gregor specifically. He's got to do it again. He had a really good game. We were both really impressed with him. The key is the big C word, right? Consistency when it comes to the NHL. So no one needs to bring more than that, more than that, and I really like Lawrence. I like Gadjevich and Lindblom. and Lindblom. I like that line, and I think David Quinn is liking it too. Well, he's putting him out in more important situations, so that tells you that line is gaining a lot of trust. Yeah. And as far as Gregor is concerned, he did everything you'd ask him to do coming back. I know he didn't score on that breakaway, but 
and I, I talked to him about it. He, he, you know, he put his eyes up in the air when he talked about it. But all he's got to do is keep doing that, and it's going to happen. And I told him what to do is go back and look at your very first NHL goal when you scored on Jonathan Quick and visualize that for yourself. Absolutely. And also, we talked about him a lot last year near the end of the year because he really started to get it. You can see he was starting to figure out the game. Now, it didn't start out that way this year. He was slow. He wasn't... He wasn't moving. I, I don't know if he was thinking too much or just trying to find the... He, he didn't know what he was. He, he didn't get back to that identity. When he gets back to playing like he did last game, do it again and do what you said. Visualize that that's how I can score. That's how I will score. He'll put some pucks in the net. I, I, I've, got, I've got faith in him as a hockey player. And David Quinn needs to see it on a day-to-day on a -day basis. The other aspect of the game that that I thought was good against New Jersey and needs to be just as good tonight was goaltending. James played really well, gave the team a chance to win. And especially in the overtime where, ugh, New Jersey was all over him. And Eric Carlson even said, we didn't even deserve to be in that game in overtime. They were so slow. So oh, we'll see. he's right. Yeah, yeah. But you can't, one thing is interesting. The overtime, remember when it's first started, three and three? It was so good. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, two and one, game over, right? Now it's slow down, regroup, slow it down, regroup. But when the other team doesn't want to slow it down, all of a sudden, wow, you got problems. Here's my view of overtime. Yeah. I don't think it should go to three on three. I mean, I, I understand the whole idea of it. I think if it's, I think if, if, if it's five on five or four on four, five on five in overtime, like the playoffs, you have overtime in the playoffs, nobody says it's bad. Okay, then, then here's this. One, do we get rid of the shootout? Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby the last two days have come out and said, yeah, we need to get rid of the shootout, extend, extend overtime by five minutes. I, I would agree with that. Hey, will you embrace ties? Yes. Absolutely, okay. Why not? Then we're on, then we're on. So that's, that's the whole thing. I don't care if it's five on five, four on four, three on three. The three on three is a little bit gimmicky, but it does open up the ice. But I, I would but change you know what it, But you know what it's like? Yeah. Everybody said, Go to the Olympic size ice and you're going to get more offense. Well, what happens in Europe? They have more defensive two to one games because everybody just kind of boxes in. They leave the outside. So it's kind of it's kind of the same concept. Yeah, coaches ruin all the fun. I do this. They do. We do. That's what we do. We think of ways to shut things down instead of create. It's easier to defend than create by far. But here's what we do. You make it as soon as you cross the blue line. You can't regroup the puck out. It's like basketball and I'm putting a shot clock on you. You like basketball. Brian Burke came up with that idea years ago. Put a shot clock on it. And if you don't have a shot on net within 20 seconds, you dump the puck in, you retreat outside the, the, the zone, and the other team attacks. How could you do that actually Easy. in the game? Easy. Shot clock is it's just like anything. So what happens when the shot clock goes off? You blow the whistle? It, no. No. You dump the puck in, you leave the puck, you've got to exit the zone, and the other team gets to go in the attack. That's not let's bad. Get, let's get the game going. Let's, let's slow regroup things. Gotta go. Gotta go. So Igor Larionov's wrong then? Igor Larionov has never been wrong in his life. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's their hockey. Well, I know. It is their hockey. Absolutely, to regroup. But what it's done, it's taken the speed of that three-on-three -three game, that quickness that we liked to when it started out, and absolutely decimated it. Well, here's another idea that will not happen. Remember when uh, the Boston Bruins played at Boston Garden? It was 183 by 83. Yeah. A lot more goals got scored in buildings like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Different game back then, man. Different game. Was it ever. And it's a different game tonight for the San Jose Sharks, but some yeah. of the same lineup. Yeah. 
Basically, what David Quinn said to me this morning is that he's leaving, obviously, Noah Gregor in. He said he played a really good game. Kevin LeBanc was going to return to action tonight, but David Quinn said that he liked the way the, the four lines looked together in that last game against the Devils, so he's leaving it. He said he had a talk with Kevin LeBanc. LeBanc handled it very, very professionally, no problem, and he's going to have to earn his way to get back in. And Scott Harrington returns to action tonight. Nick Chichek will sit out. And, and I, I think that Harrington has had a very interesting year. He was signed to a contract. He looked like he, he was going to play maybe with Eric Carlson. Then the coaches didn't like the way he was playing. He went to the American Hockey League, had a couple of games to work things out, got back, and since then, until he got injured, unfortunately, he's looked pretty good. He's looked very, very solid, very and I'm really excited to see him get back in. I agree with you. I think that uh, Scott's played very well. I'm looking for uh, Redeem Shimmick one of these days to get back in because, boy, I really liked how his game went. Um, the, the thing about taking Kevin LeBanc, the risk about taking Kevin LeBanc out of the lineup, I know he's trying, they're trying to jolt him and get him to, to rethink the type of game he needs to play, but the risk is you're taking goals away. And, you know, as much as we all preach defense and everything else, you need a couple goals to win. Well, related to that, I mean, you could take other guys out of the lineup too, oh. but they can't come out. Oh, boy, you got that right. Absolutely, and that's that's the dilemma you have as a coach is that some guys who probably deserve to sit out and watch, you can't take out. Deserves got nothing to do with yeah, it. Exactly, the great Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven. So, tonight's game is going to be nationally televised on TNT. So you know what that means? That means we want you to sync up the broadcast of the Sharks Audio Network to get a San Jose call. And you can easily do that using your DVR. Go to the Sharks plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. We're on the air at 6.30 today because it's a 7 o'clock start. So make sure you tune in a little bit earlier than you normally do for the Sharks and the Dallas Stars. Should be a great one. Always great to see Joe Pavelski in the lineup at SAP Center. This is your only chance to do that. If you have tickets to the game, that's really great. But other than that, we will see you at 6.30 with the Sharks and the Dallas Stars. That's it for our morning skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.